a pretty juicy topic today. I want to talk to you about when people say, or when you say, if you've ever said it, but the statement, I'm just not good at dating. I'm just not good at it. And because I'm not good at it, I'm not going to do it. I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. I'm not good at it. Now, so a quote came through to me. Came through me today. I posted it on. Uh, I posted it on my Instagram and in my group. I uh, basically said it's not about it's not about learning how to become an expert in dating effectively. It's about becoming an expert in your own energy. Okay. And so what this means, tying it to the message that I want to share today, is that when you say I am not good at dating. What you really mean is, I'm not good at being myself. When you say, I'm not good at dating, what you're really saying is, I'm not good at being myself. And what you're saying is, I don't know enough strategies or I'm not really tuned into the trends of today. I don't really have the tools to be able to date effectively. And that is a problem. You know why? Because you can learn all of the things, right? You can learn how to be more seductive, how to appeal more to another human being. You can learn all the tools and the tricks and the strategies of what to say and when to say it and what's going to uh, make someone, you know, be mesmerized by you in that moment. But my question to you is, if you figure out all the things to do and all the things to say, how long are you going to be able to keep that up? Meaning, how sustainable is that? How long will you be able to keep that going? Because you won't be able to keep it going forever because it's, it is somewhat of a mask. Because you learned something for a purpose of doing something, right? So you... So you figured out what to say or what to do to make someone like you. So you're doing it for that, right? So you got to keep that going in order to continue to have that person's, you know, attention in order for that person to still be attracted to you or mesmerized by you or interested in you. So with that being said, figuring out all the things to do or all the things to say, it's not sustainable. It is not sustainable. And no matter what we do in life, no matter what area we're tackling, we want to make sure that what we're doing is sustainable. See, a lot of coaches making a lot of money, having all kinds of mental health issues. And it's amazing that they can handle and carry a lot. But at the same time, how sustainable is that? And is that the type of life one wants to keep leading? So for me personally, no matter what I do, no matter what I do, my inner peace, my relationship with myself, who I am, always has to come first. And what this looks like when, um, when you are dating or when you are manifesting or when you're imagining the type of part of the manifestation, right? When you're imagining the type of life you want to lead with a partner and you're getting ready for a date. If you f start freaking out and you tell yourself, do you have to know all the right things to say and all the right things to do? That means, that means 
that you don't think it's enough to be you. You don't think it's enough to be you and you have to learn what to say and what to do in order for the other person to be interested in you. And you may succeed, the person may get super interested in you and they wanna keep dating you and then eventually you get into a relationship, but then what? Then what? How, how long are you gonna be able to maintain that? And that's what a lot of people don't realize. So when you say, I don't know how to date, what you say is, I don't know how to be myself or I don't think it's enough to be me. I don't think that's good enough. I don't think that's interesting enough. I don't think that's magnetizing enough. I don't think that's attractive enough. I don't think that that's gonna capture the other person's attention. So I have to figure out all the things to say, all the things to do. I have to keep up with the trends. So I keep that person's attention, especially if I like them because there's a lot of competition, right? Some of these stories that go on there really is no competition because a perfect match for you is a perfect match for you and you don't have to compete with anyone. So you tell yourself these things, whether or not you're aware of that you're doing it or not. It may be on a subconscious level. This is why, this is why in my work, I, I support my clients in remembering who they are healing their wounds, loving themselves more deeply, stepping into their power, really recognizing who they are and how powerful they are, being who they are and how magnetizing it is when they truly are who they're meant to be and who they are at their core. Because that's something that can be built upon and that's something that you can maintain. That's sustainable, right? Being you and adding to who you are or subtracting to what you think or who you've been thinking you are, that is something we can continue to do. But what a lot of people do is they, they treat dating as something completely different. These conversations they have with people, these people that, are, that they're interested in, dating apps and all the things that are going on, it's kind of like, this is one world and I have to succeed and I have to get through this part and hopefully, eventually, I will get a partner. But I want to be able to be myself once I am in a relationship. But first, I have to get through this dating game, this getting to know part and saying the right thing and doing the right things and all the stuff, right? So I want to invite you into a reality where it doesn't have to be that separate where you can be yourself from the beginning. Where you can be yourself from the beginning. And to separate yourself or to stick out in a crowd full of single people, so to speak, how you do that is by getting to know yourself, being more of who you are, rather than trying to figure out how to dress, what to look like, what to say, how to act, and all of the things because naturally the things that make us the most seductive is really the parts of us that many of us have disconnected from for so long due to conditioning and due to the things that we've been taught growing up in our families in society in school through media and all of the things so you naturally become more seductive. You naturally appeal more to other people. 
even if you are not considered the most attractive person, when you are in tune with who you truly are, you become very, very attractive because you radiate who you are at your essence. And this is why I, I think it's hilarious when people say, well, oh, you know, I don't have to be worried about my partner cheating because that person is ugly, right? Or they would never cheat on them because that the other person is whatever, right? We kind of downplay people based on how they look. But oftentimes you will see people uh, having affairs and pe with people that are less attractive than their partners. And you will also see people that a lot of people consider very attractive. They will date people that other people consider less attractive because it's not about the looks, right? Looks can be a plus, but at the end of the day, anything can happen and we can lose whatever it is that we consider or other people consider is attractive. So what do we have beyond that? What do we have beyond that? Who are you truly? And how can you make that more visible? Not to the world before you make it visible to yourself. So how can you make it more visible and apparent to yourself? And then start translating that into your work, right? Into your business, into your job, into your friendships, into just regular conversations. When you go to the store, when you speak your truth. So my husband and I had asked on my story, the question was basically to ask my husband anything. And one of the questions was, what did he find the most attractive about me? Or what was it that caught his eye or something like that? And he said, my presence, my power, and my confidence, which has nothing to do with my looks. And I consider myself an attractive person and I know my husband finds me very attractive. So a lot of insecurities that people carry, worrying about their weight, worrying about how they look, worrying about how they come across, is really not the problem. It's really not the problem. Usually the people that you have those problems with is people who have the same concerns about themselves, and the only reason why you attract those people is because of how you feel about yourself. How you feel about yourself determines who you attract. I've said this before. It's not really about who you attract, who you are, because at our essence, we're all pure and amazing and whole. We just adapt different types of, we adapt to different types of personalities and different types of lifestyles as a result of our trauma. So yeah, at, at, at a certain point, you will attract someone who seems really different from you, but you're both broken, you both hurt. But one type is more celebrated than the other, and one type is more accepted than the other, and you're like, oh, I don't attract who I am, that person is completely different. So I invite you to look at it from a different perspective. How about you attract how you feel about yourself? That resonates a little more, huh? So the people that don't see you, the people that don't see your worth, the people that don't see your value, the people that you don't feel like you can be yourself around, the people that you feel like you have to try extra hard around, 
are really people that you attracted because of how you felt about yourself and they feel about themselves in a similar way. And then you project this onto each other. But once you change the way you feel about yourself, the way that you attract also changes. And then people become more interested in who you are. And it's like, it's mysterious. But a lot of people, you know, they don't realize how, how mesmerizing they can be and how much, how much, what do I want to say? How mysterious they can be because no one can get to know you fast. Like the entire, what, what captures the entire you, someone has to spend a lifetime with you to really get to the core of it. But then even when you spend your entire life with someone, you will still not know that person fully because we're always growing, right? There are so many layers to us. So the sad thing I think is when a human being says, especially a woman, I work with women, when a woman says, oh, well, I don't have that much to offer or I'm boring or whatever the case may be. And so because you feel that way about yourself and because you see yourself that way, that determines the type of matches you attract. So the core, the core work is always going to be working on changing the way you feel about yourself, meaning healing deeper layers of trauma, working on your insecurities, changing your self-talk, loving yourself more deeply, developing more clarity because I think clarity is so much more important and so much more powerful than confidence. Clarity around who you are and what you desire. Clarity around the type of woman that you desire to continue to become. So the relationship with yourself is the most important thing. When you start realizing that you are very complex, there is so much to you. And then maybe because you've been focusing on something that hasn't been so fun when it comes to, you know, about you and your life, that you have neglected a lot of the, these beautiful and wonderful parts about you and you forgot that they even exist. You've forgotten that they even exist. And so now you're talking to people, you're dating people, and you're just like, huh, well, I don't have anything to offer because you don't see your own worth. You don't see your own beauty. So one of the reasons that a lot of women stay single is because they don't know their worth. They don't see their worth. They don't feel their worth. They don't understand how powerful they are. And they put themselves in a box that... You know, it's, it just is what it is. And this is how it's always been. And there are not enough quality matches out there. There are, enough, there, are not, there, there are not enough attractive people out there. And they start creating these stories because they, they don't want to take the responsibility upon themselves. Because if you don't know how you can fix something, then of course you're going to create an excuse or you're going to blame someone else. And of course, this is also why I'm here, so I can, I can help you bridge that gap between where you are and where you want to be, what you have and what you desire to have, who you are and then who you truly desire to be. There's so much magic in tapping in to the essence of who you are and really integrating the divine energies in such a beautiful way that it's balanced 
And it's, it's this beautiful dance. It's this beautiful dance of balancing the feminine and the masculine energies, but then also even going beyond that, like beyond the feminine and the masculine, like into these new realms where you're like, oh my gosh, I am so magical. When you start being mesmerized by yourself, like you're completely mesmerized by who you are and who you're becoming and what you have to offer and you enjoy your company so much. I mean, nothing, nothing is going to be in your way and anything you, that you do desire will come to you if you believe it will. If you believe you will, it will and you hold you hold on firmly to what you truly desire. And you, what do I want to call it? You, interestingly, how do I want to put this? So when you're talking to someone or when you're dating someone and you're interested in them, you're interested, but in a detached way, right? Because people will easily play the hot and cold game on you, right? To see if they can gain power over you. But when you are really in love with your own presence, you're not going to care what someone else does. And if people want to play games with you, it's not going to matter because you have your own back, right? So it's always coming back to you and really loving and enjoying and playing in your own energy field and knowing that nothing outside of you can complete you. I've said this before, the longest relationship before my husband was six months long. This is why it's like a huge deal to me that we're about to go into like our fifth year as a married couple because I was never in any long relationships. But what I didn't realize back then was that I was always looking for something outside of myself. I was looking to fill a void. And when the relationships weren't turning out the way I wanted or when things weren't going the way I wanted them to go, it was kind of like, you know, this is life and death. You know, we have to break up. This is not working. Instead of really looking deeper and to really figure out what's going on with me, this is the work that I did after my, my whole relationships. It's never too late. But we don't realize what we're doing when we're in it many times. So when we can be so intrigued and we can be interested in someone but at the same time be detached that's really where the magic happens that's how you draw people to you okay so this is the message i wanted to share again it's not about learning more ways to date effectively more trends more strategies more tips around dating it's really about mastering your energy it's really about um effectively being able to tap into who you are like that's really what the secret sauce is and that's what i help my clients do so if you want guidance with that if you want to tap into who you truly are and become more of who you are so you can magnetize so you can attract so you can manifest the type of love you desire I am opening up spots for 2022 for my private coaching. You have the option of signing up for three months or six months. And it's a whole adventure. Okay. Shoot me a message if you're interested.